Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. It's just one of those things where this plot would have worked so much better in a half hour show where there's narration and it's fun, and it's just, they did this plot perfectly. They're having sex because the kids are away at summer camp. I love that they're, like, talking so dirty to each other during sex. Sex is very cute. He's like, you're so fucking hot. She's like, you're so fucking hot. And she's like, oh, my God, come on my tits. Like, it's great. This is what you want to see. I mean, I don't need to see it, but, like, this is the show. It's like, that's so cute for them. So... Then, you know, Charlotte loves cum. That's like something she's attracted to. And then we've got our little jokes at lunch where Miranda's like, I didn't know you're a cum slut. And Anthony's like, don't cum slut, Chamber. It's all great. And, you know, not that like loving cum is some like crazy kink. It's just really not like at all. But like, it is something that you think like, oh, Prissy Charlotte, like that's so cute for her, right? Remember in the the former Sex in the City, they were talking about analingus and she was like, what, I do that? You know, she was always the one that would surprise us with her little like, she's open to anything. It's usually just like, well, I'm, I'm doing it with my husband. So it all kind of is is in character for her, you know? And so they have their little discussion at lunch then they go to the doctor and he's like, oh, it's no big deal. It just means your semen is going up into your bladder, I think he said. Um, so you just need to do pelvic floor exercises, which is really Kegels, which, you know, we did. Samantha used to talk about them. But also uh, Pilates is good for your pelvic floor. Lots of things are. But so now that the kids aren't home, they have the space to, you know, get on the living room floor. And Harry is learning to feel what his pelvic floor is and Charlotte is helping him and they're chanting like slurp it up or whatever they're doing. And again, like I'm not entertained, but like as a, as a viewer who understands these characters, I'm like, these characters 
are acting how they've always acted. I know these people. They're the middle-aged people that have the great sex still. I'm, it's like familiar, uncomfortable, and it's a quick little storyline that wraps up. He came, nothing came out, or he orgasmed, nothing came out. They went to the doctor. It's no problem. You know, thank God it wasn't like, oh, he's got cancer, you know, and like now we're going to do pelvic floor exercises and then everyone's happy at the end because Charlotte is giving him a hand job and he comes and ejaculates. Charlotte, who loves jizz, is so happy. She equates it to fireworks on the 4th of July. We love it for them. It's just not entertaining because there's no voiceover. There's no fun music. There's no, well, Charlotte was doing this. I was over here. You know, I was thinking, well, they could have had like, um, you know, it's like, well, I was coming to terms with my age. Harry was coming on Charlotte's tits. Anything, anything, you know? Like, well, I worried that my book career was dried up. Harry was dry coming or Harry was, you know, my book wasn't the only thing that made a splash that night. Harry came, whatever it is. Would have been great. But instead, they had Carrie say, Casper, the friendly come at lunch. It really doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. I get it that like it's a ghost, but it, it just doesn't like it doesn't. And then they have this whole annoying thing at lunch where Miranda's like, I, I don't like jizz. And it's like, um, you do know that women also have wet fluid that comes out during sex. Like you, uh, women are a lot more uh, wet than men. Men like, Ugh, I came like women are wet the whole time. I mean, what what is happening? I get there's a difference. But like, just I don't know, just stop, just stop. I never liked mayo either. I've always been a lesbian. Y- you haven't. You were with Steve forever. It's okay. You're bi, you're fluid, whatever. But just don't act like you always hated come. Like, stop it. Now, Carrie is like, they're like, what do you think? And she's like, um, I never had an opinion on jizz. You didn't? You had no opinion on semen, ejaculate, jizz, come, none? Because you write a sex column. So maybe you should get an opinion. Because your next book's got to be about something, and I really don't want... She mentioned she had this, like, three-book deal thing. I'm like, well, your husband already died, so what's the next book about? Better make it about jizz, because this shit's getting boring. We don't want to read about... It's been year two of my husband's death. We don't want to see that in the audio recording booth next year. So my thing is like, yes, if you have sex with men, especially if you're a woman, if you're a man that has sex with men, you have an opinion on jizz. If you're a woman that has sex with men, you really have an opinion on jizz because that shit will get you pregnant. So you gotta, you have at least have an opinion on it. Like, oh, even though I'm on the pill and we used condoms, I'm so paranoid about getting pregnant, I'd still make them pull out. I don't know, whatever. Do you spit or swallow? That's, hello, that's like a whole trope that like, I'm not even saying it's a television trope, it's just like a life trope. Like, she's never had an opinion on it, so just like, giving a blowjob and like, oh, someone comes in her mouth, she never thought about it. 
She has no opinion. Like sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Like you have to have an opinion because you have to have a preference or or you don't have a preference. You love it all. It's That's also an opinion. But like you're not good at sex then. If Like you have to know what you're interested in, what pleases you, what, what uh, interests you, or you're not a good partner. You can't be a good lover to someone else if you don't even know what you like. like what is she talking about? I've never had an opinion. She could say, I don't want to talk about it. I'm eating. But I've never thought about it. You have to think about it. It's in your life, lady. You have sex with men. It's in your life. Just like, it's so lazy. Anyway, I've never talked about come this much on any of my podcasts. And it's not my favorite thing to talk about, but I'll do it because that's what this episode was about. 